On this episode of Kenny and the Coaches, I talk with Tushka head boys basketball coach Chris Zyke. Coach Zyke started his 20-year coaching career out in Latta for two years and spent the next 15 years at McAllister with six of those years as head coach. Coach Zyke has spent the past three years at Tushka, where he has been Bryan County Coach of the Year, Region 6 Coach of the Year, and Daily Oklahoman Coach of the Year. And oh yeah, this past season he and his Tigers did something no other program has done won the Class A state championship as an unranked team. Here's my conversation with Coach Chris Zyke. Uh, Coach, thanks for taking time out of your day to visit with me a little bit. Oh, no, thank you for having me. Now, this time of year, um, do you have any other sports you coach there at Tushka? I don't. I get the privilege of being a parent this <laughs> this time of year. And, uh chase my kids around watch them play baseball oh yeah how what how many kids you got we have three three yep we have a sixth grader oh, uh, third grader and a a uh, surprise but blessing two-year-old daughter <laughs> yep you're gonna be busy in the summers with t-ball and coach pitch and all that stuff for quite a while oh yeah yeah those days are over for me thank goodness boy i, I we're we'll be doing like some stuff and parents will be talking about having to go watch t-ball at eight o'clock at night and i'm like boy i sure i'm glad i don't have to do that stuff anymore <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes for not so relaxing summer breaks sometimes but it is worth it though it is worth it watching it, those kids run it around. is uh, coach uh who were some of the people that influenced you to become a coach uh my high school coach uh jimmy williams <clears throat> was one a big one uh he uh just watching him and and how he done things and uh <clears throat> and relationships he had with kids uh and then another one was uh donnie husband okay uh actually got inducted to the obca hall of fame here just recently mm-hmm. uh you know, he's at Latta. I spent two years there with him. And, you know, I learned my foundation, my coaching. Mm-hmm. Now, would you say that those guys kind of influenced kind of your style? And, and what, uh, what, how would you classify your coaching style? Oh, my coaching style. Uh, you know, my coaching style, it's uh, – it's a lot on the, you know we really pride ourselves on the defensive side mm-hmm. uh, a lot of toughness uh accountability things you know we uh we we, we preach to them all the time hey you're only gonna play offense good one out of every three nights but you can play defense every single night and uh and then and that was that's a big thing on what we try to get accomplished and get through to them do you think that kind of programs emphasizing defense do you think that's kind of something that's been because I, I mean I've, I've coached off and on basketball since uh, mid to like 2005 somewhere in there and it seemed like the emphasis back then was more offense 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 do you think that kind of it's leaned more towards play good defense like you were saying play good defense you've always got a chance to win do, have you kind of seen that over the years or has, has defense always kind of been the staple of what you do uh, defense kind of always been a staple of what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of funny, like as a player, you know. Hey, I didn't like play defense. No one liked play defense. <laughs> no. I love, I love, you know, offense. 
Mm-hmm. And coaching, I'm on the other way around. Like, I, I, I'm not a, I'd much rather coach defense than I would offense. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd uh, I just enjoy doing, uh, and taking taking pride in it. And, you know, we, that's what we start practice with every single day, mm-hmm. uh, because we want it to be a priority to us. Yeah, and absolutely. yes, uh, you know, it, it has changed. Off, it, it's more about offense, I think now. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, I think uh, the game is, you know, and, it, and I don't think, and I hate to be this way, but I, I don't, I don't think offensively players are better than they used to be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just kind of see the scores. You know, mm-hmm. back twenty years ago, it'd be the first to. 60 or 70 yes win a game now it's first of 40 I, yeah you know and that's, that's funny you say that because some of the other coaches i've i've had on the podcast we've talked about that like because i'm i'm just an assistant coach now but you know 10 years ago whenever i was a, a head coach it seemed like games were a, a bad game was you scored 60 points now that's a great yeah. game you know so I don't know i was glad to hear someone else say you know from different parts yeah, of the state more stuff that. to do now than than going outside and playing. Have, that's another issue, too. <laughs> are, you, are your kids pretty good about, you know, wanting to stay, be gym, being gym rats? They are, yes. yes. That's that's always a, a plus to have that. You know, my, like, it's kind of funny, like, a buddy of mine, he coaches down the, down the road, uh, kind of li- has to drive by our school to get there. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday evenings, I won't be up there, but my, every single one of my kids will be there. Yeah. And uh, he just said, man, I, I mean, I'm driving to my open gym, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll have one, two kids there. Yeah. And I'm uh-huh. going to go, uh, and he just said, you don't even, you know, you don't even show, you're not there, I'll go open the gym up, and they'll get in there and shoot and stuff, and you got a gym full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you, when you first got there to Tuscaloosa three years ago, what kind of, what shape was the program in? I mean, was it like record-wise? Uh, you know, it's a little deceiving. Uh, you know, they, I th- it was four or five wins the year before I got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were very young. Uh, the, the, the guy before me, uh, they played a lot of freshmen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just, you know, they just took their lumps early. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, my my first year there, we won eleven games, mm-hmm. and then we won seventeen second year, and then twenty four this third year. Yeah, and it's a lot of the same kids all the way through. Yeah. Now, what, what's kind of your? I mean, because that's that's a pretty impressive turnaround, even even young or not. That's still pretty impressive. What what's kind of your philosophy on on building the program? I mean, like. You what you brought from McAllister, you know, a big school to to Tushka. How what was kind of when you got there? What was like your philosophy? Okay, these kids, I'm going to turn into this. What was how was how was that process? And what was kind of what's kind of your philosophy on building a program? Yeah, uh, you know, it it was, it was really different coming from McAllister to here, oh, and just yeah. the type of kids they have. We coming here, it's just a lot of more blue collar kids, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'll tell you, my philosophy in, in our program is, you know, is we're always gonna put God first, and then, yeah, we want to do right by Him, and then, and then uh, the next thing is, 
uh, toughness. Mm-hmm. You know, we really install toughness in them and then accountability. And that's for all of us. We want to, all of us hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's players for me too. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't want you know, we preach it all the time to them, you know, we only have control over what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want anything else to affect us. Like I, I'll, there's times I really try hard not to get on the officials, but it's kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I understand. I, and I'll have kids come up to me. Hey, coach, don't worry about him. Mm. We have no control over him. That's <laughs> pretty know, much and, true. And, because we preach that to them, too. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, we have no control over what the other team does, what the officials call. Mm-hmm. And so those are the three big things that, that, that's pretty mature to have players be able to say that to you. And I'm, I'm sure it probably kind of makes you kind of step back a second whenever they say something like that. No, they do. I yeah. mean, they had a big – they they saw the big picture, you know, yes. and, uh, yeah. what they wanted to accomplish. And, and uh, no, it, it was – I mean, just the way these kids have grown in the three years that I've been around them. Mm-hmm. Now, Goals. Are you the type of coach that at the beginning of the season you have like you set the guys down and talk to them about these? What kind of goals uh, do you guys want? I mean, do you ever do that kind of stuff, or is it just kind not of not really? Not a lot, uh, you know, a, a little bit. You know, obviously there, there's a couple things we just talk about, and it's very short. Mm-hmm. We talk about we want to win every home game, mm-hmm. uh, which we we three years we've never accomplished that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. we're close we only lost one this year yeah uh, you know and then <clears throat> we talk about being conference champions and then state champions and that's really the only goals we ever talk about yeah yeah now how did the regular season go for you guys I mean you said you just lost one game what were some of the what were some of the things that uh that kind of turned your team into the team they became at the end? Well, we, we lost one home game. We lost, yeah. actually, we were 24 and 8. We lost eight games this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, early on, we played a really tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play a lot of bigger schools, and yeah. we play some smaller schools, but all of them are ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had seven out of seven of our eight losses were to ranked teams. The only team that wasn't ranked was Lone Grove, who's 3A school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but six of those eight losses, we had a lead with less than a minute to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we didn't do a very good job of closing out games. And it was different reasons all the time, missing free throws, bad turnover, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it, and But those losses early like that really helped build us for a run late. Yeah, yeah. Now, was there a a point in the season where you just kind of you it kind of clicked for you kind of you knew you had a chance when at a certain point. Was there an, any kind of flashpoint that that happened? You know, no, I mean no, not really. I mean, going into the season, I kind of thought, you know, class A is pretty wide open. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there's about 30 teams really that you know might have a chance anyone get hot at the right time yeah uh, and uh we you know 
I'm like, so I go back a little bit of our season. So we started out four and four. Oh, wow. And we had lost to four ranked teams, mm-hmm. and then we go on, and then we win nine, nine out of our next ten. Yeah, yeah. And, and we have some big wins in there. We beat number eight team in three A in the finals of our tournament. Well, like as soon as that happened, we all we got COVID. Oh. You know, we all caught it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, nice. it's not time that time it ran through like the whole state real quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and uh, so we all case that well, we have to sit out a week, and that's right before our conference tournament. Oh man. Yeah. And so we come back to that. Well, we hadn't been in the gym really for a week. <laughs> yeah. We weren't very good again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we lose a couple there, and then we play Caddo mm-hmm. uh, the Tuesday after, and that was our last loss of the season. It was like wow. January 29th or 30th or something like that. Wow. That's, yeah, wow. Now take us. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. You go ahead with what you were saying there. Well, yeah, so, so, and then, so getting back to what, kind of what you're saying, like, turn point for us is kind of, we're, we're playing Antlers on a Monday night before districts, it's kind of a makeup game, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we had, we had two officials, it was, it, it was a entertaining game, it was a no blood, no foul type of game, <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun, and, you know, our kids love that stuff, too, they're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, they, not being a football school, too, uh, you know, they're still tough old kids and like I said Antler's a big old football school big old strong physical kids mm-hmm. they have us down early and they've kind of it's like 16 to 4 at one time mm-hmm. they have us down and then it's like we're, we end up 21 to 16 at halftime down and kids are kind of fun you kind of see it in them like okay these guys have poked the bear enough like <laughs> we're fixing to get after them and uh yeah so we end up winning that game 37 to 23 oh wow <laughs> yeah. we nice. only gave up two points in the second half Wow. And, uh, you know, kind of at that point, I'm like, man, we're really, you know, we we can be really good. Def- we're really good defensively, you know. And anytime you can do that, you're yeah. always going to have a chance. Yeah. Two, golly, two points in a, in a half. That's that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, take us through that state tournament run. I mean, you guys can – I mean – you came out of nowhere. I mean, I mean, you you knew what you had, but not a lot of people, you know, people that would pick who would win. You know, it's, you've got the ones that are always there that, you know, you people would go out on a limb and pick them. But, I mean, what was that whole run like for you guys? Yeah, that run, it was a – you know, I kind of listened to a couple of your the podcasts going into it, kind of see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was listening to Kenny Bear, which I I, I know him, yeah, uh, well, and uh, you know he said, you know, you never get nervous coaching those games, and he's right. You mm-hmm. know, I, I haven't been to very many. I've never won a state tournament game, mm-hmm. and but you don't. You're just so caught up in it, and yeah. uh, and it's just it's a crazy feeling. You know, you think it nerves you don't get the best of you, and that's those things, but uh. You know, we go in there and we're playing Arapaho Butler first, number five in in the class, and mm-hmm. I've watched film on them and everything else, and not, you know they're pretty good, you know. But if we're the best version of us, I, I think we got a pretty good chance of winning this. Yeah, no. I, we really weren't the best version of us. <laughs> we end up winning that game thirty-three to thirty. Nice. Uh, and I and I tell the kids all the time, like, then they really before we even went to the state tournament they didn't really believe me much either they're like 
I said, guys, to win a state tournament, you got to have a little luck on your side. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's and they're like, oh, coach, you, you create your own luck. I'm like, okay. Oh, so we're going there, and after the game, after we win 33-30, and uh, they had missed three front ends of one-and-ones late. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, so afterwards, the guys, there's that luck I was talking about. You know, they mm-hmm. go in as three front ends and one and once. We didn't create that luck. <laughs> that, was, that was. And then so, and then, so we're sitting there, and I'm not a big. I'm. I don't really like my kids watching film or watching other opponents. I like to do it, mm-hmm. get a scouting report. Hmm. You know, and uh, so I let them watch a quarter of that first game. Yeah, and then I go. And I stayed and watched the rest, and I got some film on them and everything else. Uh, we thought we had a pretty good game plan against them. We thought, you know, we limit, we we win the rebounding war. We uh, we thought we'd win that game, mm-hmm. and we won the rebounding war. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, it could have went either way too. It was back and forth. I think. You know, there was three lead changes in the, in the final minute. Oh, man. You know, yeah. Uh, we take a lead. We make two free throws and take a one-point lead late. We get a good, big defensive uh, turnover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got a foul us. Well, they foul us with like 1.2 seconds left. Yeah. Uh, we make the first one. They call a timeout. And I tell the kid, I said, then they're drawing up a play. Well, I'm like, miss it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said because I mean if they if they make a full court shot to beat us then they deserve to win. Yeah, but yeah. we're not gonna let them throw it in the half court and or you know full, or to the three point line even and get a decent a better look. Mm-hmm. And then after game he looked at me and goes, oh, "That's about the hardest thing I've ever had to do is actually try to miss a free throw." <laughs> yeah, and not airball it so you give give it to him out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh so, you know, and then we get to the Garber game, and, and, and again, I have them watch a quarter, and they're playing Cato at night, and, you know, Cato's a conference one, uh, team in our conference, and mm-hmm. they're handling Cato pretty good early, and I'm like, all right, guys, y'all get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't want y'all seeing this. And so I go back, and I watch, and I'm a big film guy, and I watch a lot of film, and I kind of see what I'm going to do. And, and I, you know, in our game plan, that game was, you know, keep them out of the paint. Mm-hmm. If we can, if we can not have them shooting off inside out passes, and, you know, because that's a big thing we try to not do is we don't want no inside out passes shooting off that. Yeah. We want passes up the side, and you know, we'll let you shoot that because those aren't as high percentage. Mm-hmm. And our kids, they really bought into it, you know, and they they did it. They did a good job of keeping them out of that paint, limiting inside out passes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, and then individually, you know, I don't know where where it came from. My big kid just decided to be a man amongst boys in the whole state tournament. <laughs> That's always uh, nice. It was it was crazy. We uh, started making post moves we've been trying to work on for three years. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> all clicked seen. at once. <laughs> you know, he averaged sixteen rebounds in the state tournament. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty good. We go we go back to the Rappo game. When he's in the game, they scored thirty points. When he's in there, they only scored eight points. Man. Yeah. Wow. And then 
And then in the state finals ends Garber, he gets in some foul trouble there too, and he plays all but six minutes. Or, uh, he's on the floor for 26 minutes, and mm-hmm. they scored 23, 24 points. Wow. Well, in the six minutes that he's out, they scored 19. <laughs> you know? Wow. Man. Now, what was that? What was that moment like? You know, you, like you were saying, you don't really understand or not understand. That's not the right word. You don't really feel that pressure whenever you're in the state tournament. Those games are close like that. But when that final buzzer went off and you're the state champions, what was that feeling like? Uh, it, it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, you know, uh, very surreal. Uh, we, uh, you know, it kind of happened before. Like, we go up four with like ten seconds left, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I was walking by my assistant, and I get and I'm like, "Hey, we just done this." Like, kind of, you kind of, kind of felt like it was, you know, not real. And, uh, yeah, and, and he's like, "I think we did." <laughs> <laughs> and, oh uh, man, you know. And just seeing the kids' excitement, you know, and that's what it's really about is is them. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's what I love doing. I sat back and just enjoyed watching them. Yeah. Uh, they probably had, like, the worst dog pile ever. <laughs> the state champions, but yeah, I told them it was okay. It was practice for whenever they went in baseball. Yeah, there this, you go. This spring. <laughs> yeah. Now, what was how's the community involvement been with this championship run, and just over the years since you've been there, at Tushka? Oh, it's been oh the the community here is just top notch, one mm-hmm. of a kind. Uh, I mean, they took us in early on, uh, like we were just Tushka people, you know, part of the family. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then after winning it. Uh, you know, just the support and just people, what everyone wants to do to for us. I, you know, we've gotten individuals bought us pizza. Uh, one of uh, another individual bought our meal Pete's. Yeah. Uh, you know, a local bank, which we're very fortunate for, uh, paid for our rings. Oh wow! Yeah. You That's know, nice. and it's little things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah, that's, that's not very many places are like that. No, no, yeah, it is great whenever the community gets behind you like that and welcomes. It just makes you feel comfortable because you're always, you know, going into a new situation. It's like I don't know if this is right or not, but the community involvement like that it, it always makes it transitions like that easier. Yeah, it is. It really is. You know, this place. And I, I told my wife when I first took the job, met the kids and everything. I said, I told my wife, I said. No, they're like 30 years behind <laughs> everywhere else in the world. <laughs> yeah. and, how, and how they, you know, just more old school. Yeah. That's the way we are. We're, we're more old school people. And, uh, and it's just been such a great fit. And uh, yeah. the school system is the exact same way. I mean, it's just the expectations they have on kids for, academically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Athletically, I mean, it's just top-notch. Nowhere else like it. Yep, yep. Now, what, what's uh, what's next for Tuscan basketball? How do you build on uh, the success from this year? Uh, 
touch the basketball. You know, it, it, we're just going to continue with the same philosophies we always have. Uh, you know, we're just it's just next man up you know yep. we're graduating four out of five mm-hmm. starters and uh you know we have some good ones coming up too and mm-hmm. you know we're just going to continue to preach defense uh install good work ethics you know you know big thing and life lessons you know that's one mm-hmm. thing uh we really try to preach on because i mean we got two big guys going to go play college baseball off the team but yeah. <clears throat> basketball I, I don't know we're trying to get a couple of them somewhere yeah, uh, yeah. but I, but you know we you don't it's hard to go play at the college level oh yeah and yeah. Uh, and you know that's what we want to try to teach them is teach life lessons too, because not not very many of them are don't go play mm-hmm. and uh, we want them to be we want to see them grow up and be more importantly good husbands and good fathers yeah yeah I, we don't continue with those principles yeah right winning's contagious you know kids there might be some kids come out that you know might not play basketball it's like hey i'm gonna be a part of something like that so i mean you never know it you is know. and we're not gonna be and we're gonna be very competitive again next year out some good mm-hmm. underclassmen that yeah we yeah. don't we might not have the six eight in the middle like we had <laughs> yeah 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 it is which kind always of, helps yes yeah <laughs> now just uh one quick thing with the rankings i mean you guys were were unranked do you think that there do you think there's a better way to do the rankings or do you just i mean obviously it doesn't matter to you you were unranked and you know you went and did what you did but do you think there's a better way to do that stuff uh no not really unless yeah. you go to districts yeah, yeah, and that'd be the only way. But but it's it's hard to have a team travel three hours on a Tuesday night to go play a district game. That is true. Yeah. So I really don't think. Do I think it's the best? No. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think there's any really other way to do it. I mean, like I don't know. I don't know a lot of teams on the West. I try to do my homework. I try to mm-hmm. look at who's who's played and who's played who closed and everything else. And. I, yeah, and, uh, you know, I see all these East teams. We know each other, so so it's pretty easy just to West take care of the West, East take care of the East. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we were. I've I talked with someone else on another one of these podcasts. It's like you know, we don't like here at Empire in Southwest Oklahoma. We don't know what's going on on the other side of Tulsa. You know, we like, like you said, you can see the scores, but I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. They could have had a bad night, or you know, you you never know. Yeah, and, you know, you got your Hydro and Garbers who, you know, were mm-hmm. state champs and state runner-ups last year. So, you you you, you know them, and they're going to be good and what they had returning and everything else. Yeah, yeah. But some of the, some of the other schools, like, I'm trying to think of, uh, like, Riverfield County Day up in the Tulsa area who made the state tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I Never even heard of them. <laughs> no, no, never, never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. And so you don't, you don't know anything about them. Then it's hard unless you see them in the summertime or something else. Yeah, and see, and honestly, like even, I mean, I'm just an assistant coach. So I don't do any of the rankings. But if I, if my wife wasn't from Stringtown, I wouldn't have known where Tushka was. 
You know, when, oh, I saw, yeah. when I saw you guys in the state tournament, I was like, oh, hey, I know where that's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a little spot in the road. Yeah, yeah, it really one, is. One stoplight. Yeah. Because of the tornado. There wasn't a tornado come through. It wouldn't even have that. I, absolutely, yeah, 100%. Now, I got one one final question I was to try to end on that's kind of lighthearted. Um, in your years of coaching, your 20 years of coaching, who was either the best team you coached against or who was the best player you coached against? Oh, coaching-wise. <laughs> well, you can go player, too. I mean, even as a player. Oh, geez, a player. I played at McAllister. See, I was born and raised at McAllister. Oh, yeah? Okay. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I thought I thought I was going to be there forever. But, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but as a player there at McAllister, uh, uh, I played against some really good players. Uh, you know, we played <clears throat> Midwest City. Mm-hmm. Well, they had Stephen D'Angelo Alexander, who were both Division One. You had Sheldon Williams, who played in the NBA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And then you had, uh, oh, geez, I went, Matt Kemp, who was on that team also, playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Know, I thought I recognized the name. I was like, oh, well. Yeah. Wow, and then uh, and then also then we play against Booker T too, and they have Eton Thomas and mm-hmm. Ryan Humphrey who both play in the NBA. Wow, and uh, R W McQuarters who's mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. Man. So I mean, playing wise, I played against a lot better players than I've ever. I think I've coached against. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty impressive list right there. Goodness. Yeah, man. Well, coach. And coach. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say coaching wise. There was a kid from Ardmore, one, uh, Nino Jackson. I remember the name, yep. Uh, That was the most athletic kid I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? I'm pretty sure he could take a quarter off the top of the backboard. (laughs) Golly. It'd be nice to have two or three of them to coach, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Make things a whole lot easier. Well, Coach, man, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to visit with me a little bit and – I'm sure you've heard it, but congratulations on that run you guys had this year. That was, uh, like I said, it's never been done before, and you know it's it's really impressive what you've done there in three years at Tuska. Hey, I sure do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Coach Zyke has the right mindset. Build up the child, and the rest will take care of itself. I really like his response to my question of where does Tuska basketball go from here. I mean, don't get me wrong, every program has the goal of winning basketball games and championships, but you can tell he is more concerned with making sure his players leave his program as better individuals and better prepared for life than when they started. Just from our brief conversation, you can tell he's humble. He never once mentioned the fact that he is the daily Oklahoman coach of the year. I mean, shoot, if it were me, I'd probably already have merchandise with that made on it. He really seems like a genuinely good guy and a coach that you would want to play for. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.